everybody. Welcome to Hey Watch This. I'm Paul Goble. Hi, I'm Danielle Radford. Danielle is filling in for David Bax, who is on assignment this week. Uh, thanks for filling in, Danielle. Oh, thank you so much for having me. What's uh, What's new? What What'd you do this week? Um. Uh, ooh. Well, this week I uh, I discovered that. Even after a horrible accident last year, I can still walk up and down 20 flights of stairs. Nice. That was cool. Um, my building had a fire drill. Really? Yeah, we had to empty out the entire building. It's a whole thing. And I'm like the sweet monitor. So I had to be the one to tell my bosses wow. they couldn't bring their drinks downstairs. Ah. Oh, because like, everyone goes into a little holding area? Yeah. And you're not allowed. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Well, cause... and they emptied us out completely, so we had to go down 20 flights, and yeah. then out, and then three blocks down to a park. Jesus. And then we signed in, and then we go back into the building, we can use the elevator, um, and when we got there, they gave us donuts, because um, we participated. But you knew it was a drill, right? It's, yeah, They yeah. don't do those surprise drills anymore. No, 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 no. We had a couple, yeah. lose their shit, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, we would do drills and no, you wouldn't know. It was always like, is it real? Is it was a drill? But I guess the studies have shown that if you do that, people always assume it's a drill. Yep. And they don't hurry. Yep. Whereas if you never do that, you can assume, oh, this is the shit. Well, this is for real. Yeah, this is like a real thing. Yeah. So people go, is this a drill? And everyone goes, no. <laughs> and they'll say on there, because we've, had, we've yeah. had a lot of construction in the building where they'll be like, this isn't a drill. Some, someone hit really? the thing. Oh, oh get yeah. the fuck out. What, like what part of town are you working? Downtown LA. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so shit goes down. Shit goes down. In downtown LA. You see any good movies or anything this uh, this week? No, I didn't see any good movies this week. Um, I saw, I think the last movie I saw in the theaters was the last Hunger Games movie. Yeah, that was the last one. I haven't. Um, I've seen none of those. It was. It was good. It was all right. And then That's before I that, I saw right. what was it? Uh, ooh, what was that really good movie about priests that rape kids? Spotlight. Oh, that movie's so good. Yeah, Brooke really wants to see it because she loves that director. But I was like, I don't know. It kind of seems like a downer. Oh, it's a super bummer. And I <laughs> yeah. saw it at like ten o'clock at night. Mm. Um, but benefit for me, I, it was a big, uh, big hair day, big Afro day. <laughs> yeah. And it was the first time I ever had a huge Afro in the uh-huh. movie theater. And it was like, it's like you have your own <laughs> awesome pillow and you just like lean back. It was amazing. And I was, recommend everyone get an Afro. And it was good you were there late cause no one was behind you. Right. They'd mm-hmm. have to say, excuse me, miss. Yeah. Excuse me. I can't <laughs> see past your awesome hair. <laughs> excuse me, miss. Could you enter 2005, please? <laughs> Um, well, I saw Krampus yesterday. Ooh, how was Krampus? It's no good. I, oh, I was no. very disappointed. Yeah, I got to be honest. It looks to me like it was a lot bloodier and more violent, and they didn't want to get an R rating, so they took all that stuff out. No, thank you. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me, because they only say fuck once, uh. and there's not, like, squirting blood. There's a point where Dave Keckner gets, like, bit, but... Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, it's a failure, is what I'll say. It looks nice, but it's not good enough. Oh, that's a big old bummer. Did you watch the Bill Murray Christmas? I haven't seen that yet. I was waiting, because, you know, when you have a sick niff, sometimes you gotta, like, there's True. certain shows you gotta wait for. Well, that's, yeah, I was waiting, too, and finally we watched it last night. It's weird. It's not hilarious. It's mostly just singing. Well, did you hear about, um, so you know Wu-Tang Clan? Yes. They were doing that thing where they were selling one of their albums for a million dollars. Right. Um, and that really horrible AIDS drug guy bought it. Right. Did you read the clause in it? No. One of the clauses, and this is a for real thing, that's a for real clause, is that at any time, any current member of the Wu-Tang Clan (laughs) 
or Bill Murray mm. is allowed to come up with a scheme to steal the album back, and you can't call the police, and if you do it, then they own it now. <laughs> That's awesome. And they signed, like, these are the members of the Wu-Tang Clan. And this is Bill Murray, and these are the people who that are allowed to steal the album back, and then it's ours again. So is that part of the scheme, you think? His Christmas special? I think so. <laughs> it might as well be. Well, George Clooney is in it. He's like the Ocean's Eleven guy, right? Right. See? So there you go. It was. It's a fun special. It's George Clooney and Miley Cyrus and hmm. the chick from Rilo Kylie and oh. Rashida Jones. Oh, I like Rashida Jones. Yeah, so there's a She's million people in it. Cute. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's just not very funny. If you, if you like if you want to watch Bill Murray and his friends sing Christmas carols, yeah. then this is a show for you. You know, sometimes I just want like something clever where I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to do the whole work to laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not bad. And I've been watching this, this show uh, on Amazon mm-hmm. called Red Oaks. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It premiered a while ago and we talked about the pilot, but I've been watching I'm in like seven episodes. It's so fucking great. If you were a child of the like late 70s and 80s like me, it is right in your wheelhouse. Ooh. It's great. They just did a body swap episode. Oh, I love a body Ricky swap Friday. episode. Yeah. That's like my favorite. I am such a mark. Sorry, that's a wrestling term. I'm <laughs> such a mark for body swap episodes. Yeah, yeah. Even if I've never watched the series, if you tell me that two characters are going to swap, I yes. will watch the episode before and I then I will it. watch them swap bodies. Yeah, I love it. And it's funny because they do these like 80s tropes but use it as a way to uh like get into the characters like Ooh. in this in this case it was it was only a half hour long and it's mm-hmm. like the the dad and the kid switch bodies but they both were like oh i didn't know it was so stressed you guys were so stressed out about me going into college oh you know? they learn lessons and right? they learn about each other that's good yeah it was really like fun and it's a great like uh paul risers on it and richard kind and the cast oh, is, yeah, and he's like the biggest prick on the show. Hilarious. He's the he's funnier than you've ever seen him before. It's amazing. Um, so if you're as old as me, you should watch that show. <laughs> it's the pre. I said it's the prequel to Men of a Certain Age. That's what it is. Because men of a certain age, that's me. That was my grown-up show about me. And this right. is the show about me as a kid. Um, all right, well, let's talk about these shows. Neon Joe, Werewolf Hunter. Now, how many episodes of this show did you watch? Um, I got through two. <laughs> I watched, I think, three. Because uh, they're only about 15 minutes long. Yeah, since that's as swim. long as it needs to be. Exactly. That I said, is as long as that show needs to well, be. Well, because John Glazer, I mean, you know, I don't. did you watch Delocated? Yes. And I wasn't a big fan of it, but I got it. And I thought, this is going to be like Delocated in the sense that it's going to be really fucking stupid. Uh-huh. And it's going to be uh, partly, pretty pretty offensive in parts. Yeah. And it's going to be short, just short enough that you go, yeah, that's it for me. That's all I needed today. Yep. And But it, I think it worked. It worked better than Delocated for me. I thought it was funnier. I watched the first episode, um, and then I was going to watch it again, because we were specifically going to talk about the first episode. And mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I don't need to do that. No. Um, I will say the second episode, way better. Yeah, I like, agree. Totally. leaps and bounds better yes. the second episode. Yes. Like the first episode. Was, yeah. And it was also like, you know, you've already... The first episode 
it's it's a weird thing to say, but fifteen minutes to set up Weird Town and yeah. um, Werewolf Dude still right. felt like too many minutes. <laughs> we get it. We get it from Jump. Like you yes. don't need all fifteen minutes. There was that yeah. one really good gag where there he was like, "Y'all know who I am," and everyone was like, and the guy was like, "No, we don't." Yeah, the like, guy's great. Background that was great. That was probably the best part. And then at one yeah. point he makes the weird chicks and dicks joke, which is like. Whatever. Do we, for me, it's just like at this point, like you might as well have a dude slip on a banana peel. Like right. it just doesn't. Like, uh. Yeah, and jo- that's that's a John Glazer thing. And obviously, you know, he thinks it's hilarious to say "hump" over and over oh, again. Man, he loves saying. He loves that. that. I don't oh, know. If he it was is in, all in on that hump. I don't know if it was in the second or the third episode where he was explaining to Stevie Little mm-hmm. the pecking order of the cool guys in town. Was that in the second episode? I think that was the third episode because okay. the second episode was the misery episode. Right, right. That's yeah, right, yeah. where he got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's like Steve Little, who, again, I find very funny. That's the other thing about this show. Like, Steve Little's funny. Scott Adsit is on it. He's yeah. funny. So it's a, it's a better cast, I think, than Delocated. Mm-hmm. But he's explaining to Steve Little. He's like, he has the cool guys in town here. And then... Here's me up here. Look at all this space between here. You're not even in here. And he just oh, kept saying no, that. Well, I think that was the oh, second okay. one because that was the one where then he felt really bad about himself. And <laughs> right, and they had whole... to cheer him up in the third episode. That's what yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, you know. He just, yeah, yeah, yeah. over and, and over. And they did it as like a text thing where he meant to write help, but the guy thought he meant yeah. Yes. He was like, oh, that's how you spell that. And it's like, I, right? I, I, I get it. I do. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. you know, and that's the kind of character that he plays yeah. where that where you're kind of a piece of shit. And that's yes. why even the, the jokes that are piece of shit jokes are mm-hmm. like, you give it kind of a, because you're like, well, this guy's a piece of shit, so he makes <laughs> piece of shit things. But yes. it's still like, oh, nah. Yeah, it doesn't hit all things. Do you want me to plug this in? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't hit all the cylinders. And partly because I think it's so short, they got to jam a bunch of shit in there. But also partly because well, I think... Like, if you're going to jam a bunch of stuff in there, why can't the stuff you jam in there be, like, actual jokes? Really, and really just, funny, like, yeah. The, like, the, the irony. Like, it's dumb. So, and I love... Yes. We've talked about this. You know how much I love things that are bad. Uh-huh. But I love things yeah. that are bad that are sincere. And so yeah. when you hit me with this, like... And I'm not going to say hipster humor because that's stupid and no one knows what the fuck a hipster is. <laughs> but, like, when you hit me with that, like, super, super, super ironic, it isn't funny because it's not funny and it's not – and that's why it's not funny and blah, 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 blah. Where it's, right. like, meta times, like, you know, a million. Like, I'm not in it anymore. Eventually, no, I, yeah, I agree. you got to make a real joke. Yes. And, I mean, I guess, like, I, I had this conversation with David before about – like uh, the guys from uh, from the state, and like because I I I, th- I hate Wet Hot American Summer. I think that movie is horrible. I love the show, mm. and it's because of jokes like that, like you're talking about, like when they come up on the uh, Ken Marino comes up on the hay bale. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do I do? Yeah, we get it. You're so dumb. You can't go around a hay bale. Right. We get it. How dumb. But I will say, even with Wet Hot American Summer, at least they're aiming for jokes. True. Like, I don't even know if, like, Neon, in some places, if Neon Joe is even aiming for jokes or if they're going, this is so, this is so unfunny that it's going to be funny. And And I also think that. Also, because, I don't know, if I was on that set watching John Glazer walk around in that outfit and do the shit he does, I'd probably be laughing my ass off. Yeah, totally. And I'm sure on the set it's like, this is gold. 
And they do look like they're having just such a right? good time. Yeah, delocated the same way. Right. When he's trying to be all like serious, when he's got that fucking thing on his head. Right. It's pretty funny to watch. And I bet if you're right there, it's hysterical. It's great. And then yeah. you go out, and then you have drinks, and then you blow each other, and then you all, <laughs> yes. and then you're friends, and it's fantastic. Uh, but see, I feel yeah. you know, like uh, to me, it's like Ocean's Thirteen, where it's like I get it. You oh, guys God. just wanted to go on a holiday. Isn't that unbelievable? How great the first one is, and the third one, but that middle one is a fucking piece of shit. Oh, it's boy. On, I was. You so look angry. like Julia Roberts. Shut the. fuck Are up. you kidding me? I knew he was going to say that too. I almost walked out. Oh like my you God. Don't you know I'm what? So mad. I almost walked out of that one. That one and Goldmember are the only two movies I almost oh, yeah. walked out of. Pretty oh, fucking bad. I think we got. I got somewhere around the third out of. I'm gonna say three million poop jokes <laughs> where I was ready to walk out, but my date slash boyfriend at the time Absurd. loved it so much. That you know, I, was like, I can't. Yeah. You know what's funny is the Love Guru. You know that shitty Mike Myers movie. That yeah. That was. I am aware that it's a movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. That character was in Goldmember. That was supposed to be like his what fifth character in there and uh-huh. they cut it out they said oh they wanted to guys. save it you right s- don't spoil it for gold god Network. forbid you keep it yeah. for oh it's make it man. its own film horrible cash them checks mike, mike yeah well he was smart enough to give back his uh sprockets money though they paid, him, <laughs> yeah. they, paid, they paid him to write the sprockets movie and he realized i don't want to do this and he gave the money back that's the one right we found the line the line that he won't cross good for you hilarious all right well uh, I don't know. I watched three episodes, and I, I recorded all those episodes of Neon Joe, and I guess they're just doing the five. Yeah. But I kind of want to see what happens with this dumb alien thing. Right. And <laughs> I kind it's... of, I like, the, the I will say, like, something that kind of got me, like, the Scott Adsit just wanted to make a friend. Right. All right, Joe. Yeah, I like that, too. I like that. Like, that's yes. a thing. But, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, I get it. Detached, ironic humor, whatever. Call me old-fashioned. I still want to give a fuck about the people I'm spending time with. Yeah, yeah. Like, I still want to give a fuck about the characters on screen. Yeah. And that's a thing that made me give a fuck about Scott Adsit. And so that's mm-hmm. one thing in the show that I can say, like, okay, mm-hmm. that would be, that plot line would be a reason for me to watch it. Oh, I like that. All yeah. right. Okay, let's move on because we got a hard out. Now, uh, trivia last week uh, was about what did David is obsessed with St. Louis because he's from St. Louis. So <laughs> he always asks trivia questions about St. Louis. And he and this, it was uh, what it was a show that was on for five years that took place in St. Louis. Uh, and I couldn't guess what it was, but it was a John Larroquette show. Do you remember that show? Dear John? No. John, it was, uh, you know John Larroquette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he it, had his and own... it wasn't the John Larroquette show. That's what it was called. The John Larroquette <laughs> show, yeah. He, uh, uh, it was after Night Court. He was, uh, yeah. he managed a bus terminal. And it was kind of like, uh, it was like a, uh, kind of like one of those anti-hero shows. Like, he's a recovering scumbag and he yeah. works with a bunch of other scumbags. Yeah. It was like, they worked at, a, he worked at the night shift at a bus terminal in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a hooker who always hung out there. Uh, he was a recovering alcoholic, mm-hmm. like in his real life. There was a bum who hung out there, and uh, Shy McBride was a janitor who worked there. And I think Chill Daryl Chill Mitchell was on the show too back when he could walk yeah. back in the day. But uh, yeah. but then they lightened the show and they said, okay, we're now moving to the daytime. He's not the night manager anymore, and the hooker just bought the bar, so she's not a hooker anymore. Hooker was Gigi Rice. Do you remember her? Do you remember that actress? No. She was super hot. She married Ted McGinley. Shit. So that's how hot she was. Get it. Right? Hot enough to marry Ted McGinley. But anyways, <laughs> that was the answer. John Larroquette show. And Bob Lemon got it correct. 
Uh, so uh, the way to go, Bob Lemon, you were the first guy to get it correct. Now, I have a question this week about uh, John Glazer and Delocated, so I will ask it. Uh, John Glazer, of course, played Neon Joe in this. Uh, and uh, as you said, when uh, Scott Adsett had that thing and they talked about pubes oh, uh, wow. to a great extent the first episode, right? It was really a pube-heavy show. Very much so. Like they said the word a hundred times <laughs> and then Scott Adsett covers himself in pubes and urine. That was a little much for me. But uh, but they said pubes a lot. And because it's because John Glazer finds that word particularly funny. I just think I'm aging out of some of this shit, I man. Do too. I, I think totally I am aged. I was watching it with, and even with my uh, with my very adorable 28 year old boyfriend. Fuck yeah, I did. Hello. Um, <laughs> even he was like, I think we're too grown for this. Yeah. Can we move on past the pubes? <laughs> the reason I know this is because when he was on another show, he had a character on this show who did nothing but walk in, walk into the scene and say the word pubes. That, I, mean, I think that was his character's name, Pubes. Mm. So that's the trivia question. What show was that? Do you know what show? I'm sure you've heard of the show, but you might not know what show it is. Do you have a guess? Me? Yes. Oh, boy. I'll um, write it down if you I'm going to guessing. go ahead and say that any show where there's an actual character named Pube, I'm going <laughs> to... I don't know it. Um, <laughs> I would think you'd be an expert at that. <laughs> Just an expert at Pubes. Yeah. Can you read that? My handwriting's bad. So... If you know the oh, answer... Oh, shit. I'm a dipshit. It's a little bit of a All trick right. question. That is a little bit. Yeah, I'll be honest. So if you know the answer, write oh. to paul at thekingoftv.com and you can get a prize just like all these other fools. I just uh, unpacked some prizes. I got I got a regular show shirt and a bunch of other crap that that's actually is kind of deep-ass nice. cut. Just right? in terms of like... Oh, yeah. That's good. That was a while ago. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, thekingoftv.com is where you go for all your hilarious... Jokes and things to read about me and follow me on Twitter at Paul Goble Show. Be my friend on Facebook. And was there another thing? No, there wasn't another thing. But Danielle is also on the web if you want to find out more about her. You're on the Twitter, right? I am on the Twitter. And if people want to follow you, what would the Twitter handle be that they go to? Um, It's just um, Danielle Radford. So D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-R-A-D, F as in Frank, O-R-D. I don't so, know why I always do the F as in Frank. <laughs> that, but Because it's like it's Fred Sanford, <laughs> S-A-N-F-O-R-D. <laughs> now, how did you... There's got to be a million Danielle Radfords in America. Uh-huh. It's a fairly common name. How did you get... That handle. Um, there was a there was a point where I was real on all of the social media and yeah. I was like sniping it. Ah. Um, well, because what happened was I fucked up and I didn't get my own name for a website. Right. So um, I think she's I don't think she has it anymore. But for a while, DanielleRadford.com was an incredibly gorgeous yeah. black girl who's a model. Did people think that was you? Living in France. Fuck no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. And living in France. She's gorgeous. Yeah, like living her life um, in France. And that was like what... and it would just be videos of her being like, here's the house we're staying in. Nice. And like, whatever. And Living like, no the other life. content. All Living right. the life. But uh, on the Twitter, you're just Danielle Radford. Yeah, I and did it. can people be your friend on Facebook? Um, yeah, you can tell it to be my friend. Just don't okay. be like, don't be super gross. Don't uh, tag me in photos and turn me into shoes. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be a shoe. No, that's no good. All right. So do, uh, do all that and, uh, and be uh, her friend. And any, anything else you want to plug? Um, I do a show in Highland Park once a month called Gentrification. Um, it's like me and a bunch of other dope ass chicks. And then we bring nice. in, um, a bunch of people and we 
slang jokes and it's super fun and it's super funny. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's uh, once a month. We are called Thigh Gap Comedy. <laughs> and I believe only one of us in the entire group has a thigh gap. <laughs> thigh gaps are overrated. <laughs> uh, so Thigh Gap Comedy, gentrification is the show. If you're, mm-hmm. in, if you're in L.A., go see that. Um, all right, let's move on to Nashville. Now, you had no way of knowing this, but I hate Nashville. Ah, that's like my favorite show. <laughs> and David makes David loves it, and he makes me watch it all the time. Yes! And, and, and I understand why you would say that, because for our listeners, Danielle and I first bonded over Revenge. We mm. both loved Revenge, and we talked about how great it was, and... Correct me if I'm wrong, but the show was great until they brought her dad back to life, right? What the fuck? Like, Ruined it was, the show. The initiative, was that, was that their name? I can't even yeah. remember. They yeah. started like it being the dirt worst. Yeah. Um, and then they, I didn't even watch. Like Once they brought her dad back, I was like, I'm done. Like The whole point yeah, of it is that I she stopped. sees the sad, like broken, whatever. And what is she getting revenge for now? Nobody no. did anything. Well, and it kind of, I was, for a second, it looked like it was going to be that, like, they were going to get revenge on her. Mm. And I was like, that, that could be, be cool. interesting. Because sure. I want to, because, you know, what's your name? We used to walk around and I call it the bad bitch dress. Mm. Or, sorry, the business bitch dress. <laughs> you know that dress that's like, it's a bandage dress or it's like one of those mm. tight dresses where, like, the tits are a little out. The arms are definitely out. You got the yeah. guns out. And then there's usually, like, either it's a bandage dress or it's got, like, weird graphics on it that make it look like you're wasting is more um, uh, <laughs> inward than it is. Right. Um, but yeah, there's a definitely, and if you if you have a question, you can find me on Twitter and I'll explain it. I'll, I will link <laughs> examples of a business bitch dress. Nice. Um, it's basically every dress Stephanie McMahon wears. So okay. um, I was really excited because they put What's Her Name in jail. Yeah. And so I was like, oh shit, this is where she gets revenge on Emily. And they started killing off people. Well, first they started killing off people I didn't give a fuck about and I was like, tight. And then they started killing <laughs> off people I cared about and I was like, not tight. Yeah. This is the anti-tight. And, and then, yeah, and characters leaving the show. And I, I, I got a feeling people were like, I want off this show, this sinking show. I kind of feel like that too. It, it made it, me it, The initiative stuff, like I loved... Was it the last season or the season before where literally in like the first episode of the season, Emily says, well, I would be happy if we just never mentioned the initiative again. And I felt like it was the show being like, yeah, we get it, you guys. You just liked it when she was crossing faces off of a picture. That's what I liked. I wish it would have done that. So... So we both enjoy that, but did you watch Blood and Oil at all? No, I need to. I'm waiting for it to stack up so I can watch well, a bunch it. Well, of... it got canceled, so oh, they so showed it... all the episodes. That all I think that all the twelve they did, mm-hmm. but I liked it. It was a lot of fun. It was like like Revenge, but instead of Madeline Stowe, it's Don Johnson. Well, but see, that's kind of what I like about Nashville is because it feels like it's Dallas, but super feministy. And instead of being yes. like. Oh my oil! It's like oh my label. <laughs> yeah, my music, and I like that about the show because I love Connie Britton. I'm in love Ooh, with boy. Connie Britton. She yeah. is the most beautiful, talented woman on TV ever. But I can't, and and I'm I'm I don't hate Hayden Panettiere, and I like that they're strong women and all that. Mm-hmm. But I just don't give a fuck about country music. In fact, <laughs> I hate country music. Ah, uh, see, I had a roommate in college that turned me onto the bluegrass, and so oh, there are right. at least every season there's like five or six songs where I'm like, all right, I can get down on this okay. shit, and then I like download it and then I listen to it in private. Yeah, David says the same thing. He does, he he likes some of the music, but I well, find T Bone uh, T Bone Burnett is yeah. his name. Yeah, oh, okay. well he uh, well I, I should that. go back and say. Uh, T-Bone Burnett was the music supervisor who found all of the stuff the first season because he's married to what's her name Callie oh the the Thelma and the Weesh chick is the one who did it 
Oh, okay. Um, and so he, they're married, and so he was like the the music supervisor the first se- season. Right. And then I remember he, hearing about that. Yeah, then he got off of it. Um, but the music is still pretty... When it's good, it's great. This yeah. season, the music has not been super great. This um, episode, not so much. What The one thing I hated in this episode... Because here's what I like. What, of the few episodes I've watched here and there, like... I remember watching about Chris Carmack and him being gay and him struggling with that. That was kind of neat. That was good. And um, uh, so then I watch it this time and now the the old dude was creeping on him. Yeah. And he was like, you're gay? Yes, but I'm in the closet. Oh, man, that's so weird. And I just thought, eh, it's a little corny, isn't it? it I saw it coming from a mile away. Yeah, as okay. soon as he wouldn't, like, hug him a couple of episodes. Yeah. Because a couple of episodes, like, dude, um, so what, what happened was is uh, Chris Cormack's character was, like, he was, like, the next hot shit, right. I love trucks kind of country. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and, like, his big hat and all the ladies loved him. And he was super gay in the closet and he wasn't cool with it. Mm-hmm. And then he became cool with being gay, but he was still in the closet. And then he was like, no, like, I need to, like, just be out of the closet, blah, blah, blah. It was great. And so he comes out, and it's a huge thing, and it kind of wrecks his career. Right. But then he went from being the performer, flashy guy, to being like, I'm going to write songs about how sad and gay I am. Um, not about how gay he is, but that's why he's sad. <laughs> right. Because uh, he wanted to be the big stadium-filling dude, and now he's like, I don't think we're ready. Um, uh-huh. And so he meets that dude at like a huge industry party after he came out and blew up his whole career. Uh-huh. And dude's like, no pictures tonight. And he's like, oh, okay, I respect that. And then later he sees him taking pictures and he's like, oh, he just doesn't like me. Uh-huh. And so later when that dude asks him like, hey, write songs for me. I hear that you're writing some kick-ass songs now. He's like, yay, awesome. And then they, and you know it because then it's like, you find out that his wife is like runs a bunch of anti-gay like initiatives so and like so focus on the family. Point. Yeah, it's so and like he's there and he's like, well, I don't want to be a hypocrite um, because I'm gay and I'm cool with being gay and I don't want to be a hypocrite. And then <laughs> and then uh, he's like, no, but I'll take that dude's money. Fuck it, whatever. And then he goes and hangs out and then dude's like, you know, I just respect you and like puts his hand mm. on the thigh and dude's like, dude, can you like not for like a second? Yeah, ridic. Uh, it, yeah, it was a good idea, I thought, but in it, but then they got to take it into soap opera territory. And that's, I mean, I, I understand it is a nighttime soap, but sometimes, but it has to be set apart some way, mm-hmm. whether it's by the performances mm-hmm. or uh, it's set in a, you know, an interesting world that it hasn't been done already. Right. That's why the, that's why Revenge was so great. Right. For showing the Hamptons, which was fun. And it was, and the acting was yeah. solid. For a show me. with like a sad lady Batman, it was great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was almost, well, because she was an ass kicker, so she, I like Batman. So yeah, it's not like she was foiling crimes, but yeah, she was great. And this show, it seems, it's just, especially the dudes. Maybe that's the problem. The dudes are such humps. Hey. So, like, it's like, <laughs> that's, this whole thing. That's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, what I've noticed every time I watch it. I'm like, well, that whole argument between Connie Britton and uh, Chip Est- was it Chip Eston? Yeah, Chip Eston. When he's like, I, I don't want you in with him because I'm jealous. And she's like, this is business. Yeah. I, he just canceled the tour. I'm going to lose thousands of dollars. Yeah. Well, Can they, I go talk to him? They've got that huge, like, decade-spanning love affair. And, like, um, I don't want to. I mean, I'm, this is the, the show where we spoil shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> what happened was, what happened what was happened that was. they were together forever. And he was, a, like, when they were babies. And, like, yeah. he was super uh, alcoholic. 
Right. And so he gets her pregnant. She meets this other dude. She leaves him, is with the other dude. Other dude knows that he, she's pregnant with this dude's kid, but he's like, right. I'm a good guy. Um, I'm the only one in Nashville who's from here without an accent. And so they get together. <laughs> that was Eric, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he's in jail now. Right. And he, in the show, not in real life, I hope. <laughs> so then, like, they have this huge thing where it's like a will they, won't they? And then the Eric turns out to be fucking the dirt worst. Right. And all Remember this that. other stuff. And so this is supposed to, and then, like, Deacon, his, of course his name is Deacon fucking Claiborne. Yeah. Because uh, of course it is. Um, <laughs> I've got the boyfriend watching it now. And when they introduce the guy named Gunner, he's like, of course his fucking name is yes, Gunner. Yes, it's so countrified. <laughs> but I just wish, I, I'll say the one dude in the show who I thought was was kind of cool was when, uh, what's his name, Countrified went to go see his son. And it was like, yeah. hey, I, I'm reaching out. And his son just went, well, looks like you've lost everything now. Slam. Sorry about your luck, Luke Wheeler. Yeah, the dude that yeah. plays Luke Wheeler, and I can't think of his name. He is, um, I think he was on Smash. I was just talking about this. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. he was the lead guy in Smash. Yeah. And the he's, lead in the musical. He's great. And he's really, and like when he's, he's one of the few people on the show. Because a lot of times, and I was just talking about this with someone uh, yesterday. A lot of times um, on Nashville, they'll bring someone on and you're supposed to know that they're a big deal. Right. But they don't feel like they could ever be a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that same way that Studio 60 was like, uh, we're, we're a great show. She's a great singer. But I never felt like they were a yeah, great show. Yeah, we're hilarious and, comedians. And she we never, produce yeah. comedy. <laughs> oh, you're, exactly. yeah. That's, well, I guess that's probably the biggest problem because I don't know enough to go, ah, this this isn't real country music. Right. It's all bullshit. But it just seems like bullshit right. to and me. And that Luke Wheeler guy is one of the first guys I'm like, yeah, no, he feels like he's that guy. Like, okay. talking about his truck, filling up stadiums. And part of it is because that dude is such a good, like, actor. Yeah. And he's such a good performer and singer because they finally, mm-hmm. uh, at a certain point, realized, hey, we should just go to Broadway. Right. Like, we've already got Hayden Panettiere. We've already, we've got the people mm-hmm. that people know from TV. Let's stop having these TV people that can kind of sing. Right. Get and someone go, really talented. Go get Broadway people yeah. who can actually legit do all and, of it and bring them on. And I would think, like, because they have real country stars on every once in a while, correct? Yeah, occasionally. And do they, like, when they perform, is it like, oh, shit, that's how it should sound? Sometimes. Yeah, so I imagine they blow them out of the water. I love Connie Britton, but she's not a singer. No. Um, She can sing, but she's not a singer. And it's, I mean, and if you buy the songs, like, I buy the songs. (laughs) If they're on your iPod. I, I love her, but, like... Unless her, like she, her and her beautiful hair are auto-tuned to death. <laughs> right? To yes. De- which is chill, because I don't need that. That's why I like that they've, like, made it, like, where she wasn't just this huge country singer. She's, like, this lady who's trying to, like, build a brand and be yeah. a person. And I guess as a comedian, I kind of get that in a lot of the on the <laughs> Well, that's stuff, certainly yeah. what you're trying to do as you're a woman in comedy. Yeah. And- you, I'm sure you recognize that struggle. Maybe that's another reason why I don't give a fuck about the show. I'm an old white man. Mm-hmm. I'm an old straight white man. I've never struggled for anything in my life. That show, except <laughs> I don't think very much this season, but it usually passes all of the tests. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's two chicks yelling about their careers. No dudes involved, which is pretty fucking chill. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Like in this one, she so that the, the, the younger hot rock, which by the way, so many young hot rock and roll dudes are trying to get all up on Connie Britton in the show. I would imagine. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Right? I feel like she smells like strawberries. Um, (laughs) I can't confirm it. Yes. I feel like she smells like strawberries. Um, Yeah, she's... 
She's so she's so good. She's so good, Everybody and that dude tries to hit on her because it's like the start of her his whatever. Right, and he leads her up to the thing, and and that's when she's like, "Hey, Deacon's my dude." Blah 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 blah. But that's what she does a couple of episodes ago, and then this episode when he hits on her again, she doesn't even say like, "Hey, I already told you I'm taken." Mm-hmm. She does that fucking super cool feminist thing of being like. I already said I wasn't interested. You need to respect my boundaries. <laughs> yeah. And she says, this is about business, yep. which I like. She she didn't try to back off from that. Nope. Like, let's just be business. She said, I'm your boss. Stop fucking around. And I and I thought it was realistic that he reacted the way he did. Yeah. Kind of like a child. Basically yep. ran away. You rejected me. So now I'm going to go to, I'm going to fuck off to LA and yeah. fuck everything else. And I'm going to ruin your doing. plans and everything we did. Yeah. I, I, I like that because it was kind of a, a turnaround. Like as opposed to the young female starlet throwing a tantrum and the guy being like, oh, come on, baby. It was, it was more right. like, wow, yeah. you're a child. I'm trying to be a strong you know, strong businesswoman here, but you're an a-hole. Yeah, I'm a label head. Get your shit together. Yeah, right? Stop trying to fuck the head of your label. I wanted her to say, I wanted her to say, do you really think your shitty band is going to be as good as you solo? Because you know that guy's band sucks, right? You know they it's suck. It's got to be the worst fucking band. I, in my head, they've never, <laughs> the, the band's name is Boulevard, and they've never, like, shown them. They've only shown when people have reinterpreted their songs. In my brain, his band is Filter. That too. <laughs> I was thinking they were like 30 seconds from Mars or one of those shitty like uh, Keanu Reeves Dog Star or one oh, of those bands. That's why he's yeah. going out to LA because he's like, well, my buddy's in movies and he plays bass and that's what it seemed like to me. They're one of those shit ass bands. All right. Well, this is fun. David's going to come back and go, I can't believe you had, you talked about Nashville because he talks about it and I like look out the window and. Think about what we're doing after the show. It's the best show. <laughs> David, right. you want to talk about Nashville? Come see me. You guys should do a Nashville <laughs> podcast. Nashcast. I, you oh, have shit, no that's idea. that's a million dollar idea. You have no idea how many times I've wanted to do a Nashville podcast. <laughs> and I've just never been able to fucking get it together. You and David. All right. Uh, well, uh, it's a short show today because we got a heart out. But uh, next week is our Christmas episode. Um, I'm going to be watching Son of Stimpy. Uh, the episode of Ren and Stimpy, which people say is the episode that got them canceled. They say that one is so offensive. It's The premise is Stimpy farts, mm-hmm. and he thinks the fart is his son. And then he and the fart are reunited at the end of the episode. What? So. <laughs> you, wow, that's great. Yeah, right? I never saw that one. I saw the, um, I saw the Lost episode. Yeah. Which was the one where him and Ren are just a couple, and that's true. Yeah, the one that they could never show. Yeah, they could never show. That's not a lost episode. That's a fuck it, I'm already canceled episode. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this this episode had a lot to do with it. But it's on Hulu if you want to watch it. And David said he wanted to watch the Jingle Balls episode of Will and Grace, which I believe is also on Hulu. Uh, But... If not, we'll find a place you can watch it. Good for you guys. Yeah. You're just doing it. We're just doing it. (laughs) So that'll be our Christmas episode. uh, And then we'll uh, take a week off for the new year. Um, Anything else you want to say before we go? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, that's it. If anyone has a connection uh, to Connie Britton and (laughs) it's not as creepy because I'm a woman to say I want to smell her hair. Yeah. Um... Her hair is so great. Like, even if it was a wig, I would go, yeah, I get it. Yeah. That hair is too good. It's too good. It can't yeah. just be on one head. That right? hair, That hair needs to be shaved. Because I'm sure there's like... But I, I did you ever watch her on Spin City? This yes. was when you were little. Uh, and I remember on Spin City going, because she wasn't so great on that, but that was the first time I ever saw her. And I remember thinking, 
wow, this woman's hair is amazing. West Wing. West Wing was when yeah, I fell yeah, in love yeah, with yeah. Connie Britton. Yeah, for for sure. Before she started getting roles just because she, not just because, but great hair and a country accent. She's pretty awesome. American Horror Story, she's good in that too. All right, this is how we end the show. Watch this. <laughs> Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Judge, you made it? Uh, well, there's traffic, so I caught a sleigh. <laughs> and you brought Miley Cyrus. Boy. It's her sleigh. Hey, save your money, flying private, you know. It's the reindeers that'll get you. Oh, yeah? Trust me. Hot cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy cozy are we. We're snuggled up together like we're the nice I thought I'd make a martini or two. This is the place to do it. Come on, it's Hear those sleigh bells ringling, ting ting tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Ting ling That is wonderful. Uh, wonderful. Uh, these kids got something to do. Let's go make ourselves scarce. Uh, Gosh, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, for a soundstage in Queens.